Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of How, How Did We, we Get, Get Here? Here. I'm Trina. And I'm Terrio. And we will be coming to you and giving giving you the lowdown of marriage and the ups and downs and basically our take on how we got here yeah and um how we going what uh sorry the things that we're going to be talking about today is um communication in a relationship yes. marriage or whatever um and uh, uh communication is important communication is key is how you two how you two, whoever you may be, um, how y'all can get a true understanding of each other and, you know, break those barriers, especially with people first time talking and trying to get to know somebody. So communication is key. Yes, I agree. 100%. And um, also, you know, when it comes to communication, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You know, the things that you may have good intentions or have the right things that you want to say to the person and you may not be wrong but it's how it comes out and how it's interpreted you know it may hurt someone's feelings and you may not have a clear clear understanding of what they're trying to communicate to you right um how you say it is very important you don't want to be aggressive you don't want to be too passive um you just have to Say how you feel. Um, consider other person's feelings while you're saying that. Mm-hmm. And um, just make sure you are able to articulate the feelings and the emotions that you're going through at the time without necessarily blaming someone else, but just expressing how you feel. So you don't want to say, like, in the midst of an argument or a conversation, you don't want to say, well, I'm sick of you doing this and I'm sick of you doing that. What you want to say is... I feel this way when this happens, or it affects me this way when that happens. So the other person doesn't feel attacked. And even coming from a man's, you know, point of view, I know it's hard for a lot of men to express their feelings towards their mate or whoever he or she may be. I ain't judging, but I'm saying like when you expressing your feelings, you know, you got to be straight to the point. You can't beat around the bush. Not saying being rude or nasty or anything. Like we said, it's all in what you say and how you say it. it. Mm -hmm. You know, so those things are important. And um, communicating, that's what comes with communicating effectively, I guess you can say that. Right. So there are different ways to communicate. Um, You have verbal, um, which is, of course, speaking. Um, letting the person know how you feel. And then you also have um, nonverbal, which mm-hmm. can be um, body posture. It can be facial expressions. Um, it can be all sorts of things. Um, I know initially when we were getting to know each other, um, you would like to read into a lot of my um, facial expressions. Oh, man. <laughs> I... I'm on the ministry for working on fixing my facial expressions because sometimes I can't, I don't need to say anything, but it shows on my face. Non-verbal. You could tell something is wrong, but I mean, that also is a good thing because when you see your partner and you see something is bothering them, it's best for you to like 
depending on if they tell you, like, just give me a minute, give me time, give me space. Unless they say that, you know, you have to be like, what's wrong? What's bothering you? Like, talk to me so we can get a clear understanding of each other and so we can fix the situation. And that's that's also very important, too. You don't want to assume just like he said, you have to ask that person. So you don't want to assume just because um, someone may have a upset face or a puzzled face doesn't necessarily mean that's how they feel. Mm -hmm. um, that could be just a shield that they put up to cover up something else on how they feel. So yep. you can't assume you just want to make sure that you all have a better understanding of your mate that way. Um, yep. the, what do you think is the best way? to communicate as far as verbal or nonverbal? Um, even nonverbal, uh, being an active listener. Listen to your partner. Listen to what they are saying. Even if it's nonverbal, you know, even you, if you're not expressing, I, hold on, am I saying it correctly? Being an active listener. So basically when they're expressing their feelings, like she said, I feel this way when you do this, or it makes me feel a certain way when you do that or this, or when you say this or that, you know, listen to what they are saying. Don't just be on the defense, you know, because a lot of people are always on the defense. Like right. that's, that's what I think was in the beginning of our marriage, we would both be on defensive side. Like we would be like, oh, well, you said this, or well, you said that, you know, instead of us being active listeners, when it's coming to the nonverbal part, you know, when you're on the other end and you know that your spouse, something that you did upset your spouse, even though you may think that it's not a big deal, it's a big deal to them. So you have to be able to listen effectively to, to understand where they're coming from so you can fix those issues. So in a nutshell, you want to listen to listen, not listen to respond. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you're in the heat of an argument or um, thinking about something as the other person is speaking, you're not actively listening. What you need to do is put your feelings and your thoughts on pause and actually listen to everything that the other person is saying mm -hmm. and not listen to respond like, okay, well, I'm about to say this. Oh, this is something else. I can store up in my head because he mentioned this or she mentioned that. You don't want to do that. You you want to actively listen, put your feelings on pause. And then once that other person has done um, reflecting over how they feel, then you can go back and say, okay, well, I appreciate where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. You know, address everything that that other person said. And then once that issue is addressed, then you, the active listener, can go back and say, okay, well, I feel this way or I feel that way when you say this or when you didn't do that. That's mm -hmm. the, I think that's the best way of communicating is to actively listen. And because that other person will also feel that you're engaged in the conversation, that you're paying attention to what they're saying, that it's not just going in one ear and out the other. Yeah. And um, what was I about to say? Uh, also, you know, have empathy for certain people's feelings, because sometimes even though they may say something that you don't like, 
Like you don't like the conversation. You don't like the whole issue of what happened. You know, you still need to have empathy for each other, you know, and for your spouse. You know, it's a it's all about understanding. You know, it's it's seeing that person in their vulnerable state expressing all of their emotions and feelings towards you. And you just got to take it into accountability, you know, regardless of how you feel and not saying that your feelings aren't valid or they're not, you know, wanted or needed, but you also have to communicate. Like this is the whole purpose of what we're talking about communication. Right. Right. So in regards to empathy, it's like putting yourself in that other person's shoes. Well, I didn't think of it that way, or I didn't see it that way, you know, putting yourself in their shoes and say, okay, well, I can understand where you're coming from in that sense, because I didn't, you know, I didn't explore that in my mind as far as how, how you may feel about that or how you react to that. Um, that's to me is what empathy is all about, putting yourself in that other person's shoes to understand where they're coming from, how they're feeling and to possibly how to resolve an issue or a situation um, in the future. Now, you know, just to be real with y'all now, when y'all get to the point where y'all really, really can't, you know, communicate effectively, you know, whether if it's verbal, nonverbal, listening, you know, or even having empathy, please, please seek counseling. You know, some things, sometimes some couples can work it out for themselves. Others really do need counseling. You know, those are the things that will help grow their marriage, you know, or their relationship. Or if you're uh, fiance um, or y'all engaged to be married, you know, and y'all still having rough patches, you still should seek counseling. Right, right. Premarital counseling, uh, counseling once married, it's all for the betterment of the relationship to get a perspective on each other's um views, point of views, and to also know how to resolve certain issues. Like if they give you skills to equip yourself when certain issues may arise. So I recommend counseling 100%. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and, you know, we got some more stuff to talk about, you know? All right. Okay. Um, we got to go back to your settings. To the five minute jam. All right, people. What's up, everybody? We back. Um, had to take a quick break. Um, uh, but yeah, what was you saying, baby? Um, so initially, I've heard this several times. Um, at the wedding, at the reception, um, a little bit after being married, people say. You know, getting married is hard work. You got to put a lot of work into it. But they don't tell you what it is. They don't tell you what the work is. Like, they just say, you know, pray together. You know, don't go to bed mad at each other. Which is... That's I a hard thing to do. It's, it's, it's That's in, a hard it's thing in, to do. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Um, however, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to do. Because sometimes when you're upset... Or after you've had a heated argument or you've had a conversation turn left, mm -hmm. sometimes you can't resolve that issue right away. I am a person that I have to have space and it takes time. 
I don't, I've gotten better, but it takes a little bit of time for me to get over how I feel. I have to digest how I feel. I think about it. I make sure that um, I'm not overreacting and then I Mm -hmm. go back and then I can talk about it. But as far as if it's a major argument, um, I got to give you your space. I need space. Right. So sometimes you can't. I got to wait a week. It's gotten better. It's not necessarily a week anymore. It used to be. It used to it be. It used to be a right. month. You used to be no. mad. You used to be mad at me for like three, no, four weeks. No. Depending on what depending <laughs> on what he did. Or what I said. So, um, it's gotten a lot better, but a lot of times you can't just resolve that issue right then and there. Sometimes you just have to walk away. You have to go for a walk. You have to ride in your car. You have to Sip a glass of wine. You have to do something. Roll to kinda... up a blunt. Hit some edibles. Oh, sorry. Too much. We'll be just being real. I'm sorry. You have to bring yourself down and relax. And then you can revisit the issue. Um, and that's what things with this. These are things that we had to figure out on our own. Because. But, oh, sorry. But it was also a thing that you communicated to me. Like, right. like I was just like. Yo, like you're not talking to me, you're not saying anything. Like, do I give you space or something? And like, you wouldn't say nothing, but then eventually you was like, "Yo, I just need my space. Like, just give me space, give me time." And I, like, I have no problem with that. I give you your space, give you time, so you can, you know, get yourself together and gather your thoughts. Because, with that being said, you never know what they're gonna say. Being in the moment, right? And in that moment. Right. He or she might say something that will even make you mad. So then both of y'all mad at each other because of what y'all said to each other. You know, it's communicating effectively. Right. You know, not being petty. If you don't know that about yourself, I encourage you to figure out what type of person you are um, when it comes down to disagreements. Um, I already knew this about myself. I knew that it takes a while for me to digest things. So I had to communicate that with him right away. Say, hey, I need some space. I need some time. When I'm ready, I will come back and talk to you. Um, but I've gotten to the point where I know when you're not mad anymore. And when I like, I know I can read it. You know, I can tell. I'm like, all right, it's going to be about two, three days before she speak to me. Like, really speak to me. Like, she'll tell me, like, you hungry or something like that. But, like, really speaking to me, like, I know. Like, I know how long it would take, you know, but it took us eight years to get where, we, where we've been because literally we brought this podcast because we've been through it. You know, we've been through a lot. We'll explain a whole lot more for another time and all the things that we've been through, but we've actually been through a lot, you know. Um, and some so- people may think like, what kind of advice can you give us? I mean, you guys have only been married for approximately eight years. Well, I feel when we feel some of the things that we've gone through, people that have been married 20, 30 years have experienced and or just experienced or just (laughs) experienced. And sometimes it doesn't matter how long you've been together, how long you've been married, because someone can always connect with your journey Mm -hmm. and your um, aspects or your views upon a, a certain situation so that's one of the reasons why we actually started how do we get here because we, we let actually, y'all know how right. we got here you know how are we still going 
Right. You know, and those things are, are very, very, very important to us. When it came to our marriage and, you know, how we communicate effectively. Um, and also another thing, you know, um, when things are just getting rough and the communication is just unbearable, you can't stand the words that they are saying, whether they smack their lips, huff and puff, just walk away. It's better to gather yourself, gather your emotion, gather your thoughts, gather all your feelings and just walk away. You know, that'd be the best thing. And, you know, um, like we both known or seen people go through physical uh, arguments, you know, just because of simple disagreements. And it could have been easily solved just by walking away. Right. So before you get to that, that point, if you feel yourself getting more angry or your spouse getting like in you your face right feeling like you can't control yourself that's just to the point of you like you know what it's best walk to walk away. away and please ladies and men i'm not sure who does what but do not try to stop the other person from leaving they are leaving for a reason let them go they will return they will <laughs> they will return when would they return is that's the question but i mean they will return but all know. that's going to do is escalate the situation and you don't want that yeah you so, don't want that and um but uh another thing you know um that we talk about because this whole episode here is about communication you know communication is key um is expressing your love to your loved one you know telling them how good they look, what, no matter the outfit, you know, just the simple things of telling that person, you know, you love them, um, they look good today, they're beautiful, you you thank God for them being in your life, you know, you, you thank them for regardless of seeing through your faults, you know, and you're still here, you know, those words of affirmation sometimes, you know, build and create growth within the relationship or the marriage you know um and those things are important you know i'm a guy that loves well a lot of guys love words of affirmation they want to be told like yeah baby like you doing your thing you know that gives a man encouragement you know just like you would want any female would want their man to be like like dang baby you look good in that outfit you know make her feel appreciated make her feel loved make her feel like she is the one you know words of affirmation are important you know especially when things are going good not when things even when things are going bad you know tell them but when things are going good that's when it hit different it hits different when you express those words of affirmation to your partner or to the person that you're trying to talk to or get with you know, they love to hear those things. They they're gonna appreciate those things and cherish those things. Right. Um, and you'll be surprised how far words of affirmation can go. If you've ever um heard a motivational speaker or even maybe gone to church or had a good friend that is trying to encourage you, um, they always tell you, give yourself daily affirmations. I am blessed. I am powerful, I am strong, I am beautiful. And hearing that from your spouse will go a long way, especially in the areas where sometimes ladies may feel self-conscious or they're working on their confidence to bring it up. I know I have gone um, up and down in regards to my weight after having my second child. And 
he's always say, babe, you look beautiful. And it took a while for me to accept it because I'm just like, oh gosh, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, Lord, my stomach, <laughs> like, my stomach is out of control. Like I've had two C-sections. So it's anybody who can relate knows that it's kind of hard to get that area under control. But to him, it's just like, you're beautiful regardless. Like this is a scar that you you know, delivered my child into the world. So I appreciate that. So it's not even just that, but I know like, like baby, I've been with girls that was bigger than you. So (laughs) when I tell my wife, she look good, you know, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being real. Like I love your shape. I love your body. I love your booty. You know, I love everything about you. I'm being as real and open as, as possible, you know, and, you have to be open. You have to be honest. You know, a lot of things that we struggled on, well, on my end, I'll be honest, is I've had a problem with being truthful. You know, I would tell little petty lies, like nothing like real serious, but it was petty lies that accumulated, you know, and then one lie after another and one after another, it made her hard to trust me, which we'll get into that probably another episode as far as trust. But the communication factor with me always lying or telling little lies, you know, that that affected us. You know, it was bad communication. It was bad responses. It was the wrong things to say in those moments, which go back to the first few years of our marriage. You know, I'm trying to say all the right things to, you know, make her feel good instead of being honest, honest right. you know, about everything, right. you know, and you just got to be truthful with yourself. You know, it got to, it got to the point where we became open and we started doing things together that, that she never thought she would do, but we ended up doing it together, you know, and I changed a lot of things within myself, especially how I communicated with my kids. You know, in the beginning of our marriage, I was only going off of, you know, a lot of how I was raised. So a lot of my of my growing up was rough, like not rough, but you know, my parents were stern. It was, they was tough on me, you know, um, because I was the first born, you know, it was different from my brother, not saying he didn't get it, but it was different from older kids. And some people can relate, you know, some older siblings can relate. Um, and it was different for me. So it's something that I had to adjust as far as I can't continue to do what my parents did or talk to my kids the way my parents did. I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I do get that way and I have to catch myself. And then sometimes I have to apologize to my kids for how I approach them because the anger that's coming towards them, especially because I have girls, that makes them fearful, you know, and I want I don't want them to be fearful of the man that's supposed to love them and cater to them and protect them and nurture them. You know, I don't want them to be fearful. I want you to um, understand that I am the authority figure and, you know, where we stand as far as, you know, parent and child. But, you know, the way that I communicated was just wrong, you know? Right. So you also have to realize as well that, when you are communicating and you have children, guess what? They see it. So however you communicate, they will think that this is the proper way to, to communicate. So you want to set a good example. Um, I think it's healthy for children to see their parents disagree in a healthy way to let them know that 
you know, we won't always see eye to eye on everything, but because we have a mutual respect for each other that we know how to disagree and then come back and say, you know what, I may not agree with everything that you said or, or that you what you did, but at the end of the day, we still love each other and we're still on the same page and we're, you know, going to keep things moving, moving forward to progress our, our family and our relationship. Um, and then also the way that you communicate with your children is what they're going to see and expect when it's time for them to date and get married, because um, what they see is what they emulate. Mm -hmm. So um, in our situation with girls, they are going to understand that it's OK for daddy to get upset sometimes and not be on the same page as mom but at the end of the day you know you still can come back together and then you know work things out you can agree to disagree which is what I, you know a lot of people do agree and, to disagree. and we just gonna be honest you know yes we telling you to effectively talk to your kids in a certain way you know and we're just gonna be real not every argument is perfect not every argument is gonna go the way that you expect it to go and yes we're gonna have different disagreements yes we might cuss at each other it might be some fuck yous and then we still gonna be oh sorry i'm supposed to be working on cussing i'm sorry it's still gonna be some fu's and it was just being real you know it's gonna be cuss words being thrown around and um you know but we are we just being honest and real you know with this podcast you know we letting you know that you are you might have those arguments you know but no you will <laughs> but you, you will, will you will have those arguments but you know doing it around the kids you know like she said they will see it they will sometimes probably when they grow up it might be implemented you know in their relationship but um communicating with your kids as far as how they should move in a relationship you know that's something that we as younger parents like that's where I had a lack in, you know, as far as my life, you know, as far as communicating with a spouse a certain way, because I'm not going to lie. My parents argued too. You know, they argued, they cussed at each other. Just being real, it's marriages. Me and you have argued and cussed at each other. So, you know, uh, how we communicate with our kids and how they should communicate with their spouses. We should really talk to our kids about that. We should talk to them how to approach a male or female in a certain way, especially, you know, if you say something that may offended them, you know, you got to be able to respond and fix that situation within y'all relationship. I guess. Right. So I believe that you have to be taught communication. I don't think communication is um, inherited or well, maybe it is because if you see someone else doing it, then you can say, you know, it's learned. It's a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to teach your children how to communicate. Um, if you don't, they will go around and say, um, for instance, um, that doesn't bother me. And in actuality, it really, it really does. does bother them. Um, so. If they don't learn it at home, then they'll get into relationship after relationship after relationship and, and they'll eventually to have to learn how to communicate. Now, it, it was a little different for me because I grew up 
um, with a single parent for the majority of my life. Um, later on, my mom, my mom did get married um, to my dad now, and I had a great example of what a marriage should look like, what communication and love should look like. But for the most part, I had to learn that. That was not something that I saw growing up. So our, our upbringings was different, mm-hmm. um, especially when it came down to um, how, as if, when we went back into the beginning part of the episode, how um, the things that you say, how they come across. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't brought up my father passed away when i was uh maybe eight or nine nine or ten or something like that so i wasn't used to any type of man raising his voice at me so when we got married and he raised his voice at me i'm like wait a minute i'm not used to this why are you raising your voice at me and it had it took me a while to communicate that with him and say hey you know what what would be your response um in the beginning, I would shut down because that was something that I wasn't used to. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, wait a minute. Is this normal? Is this not normal? Like, I don't understand. And then later on, I put up a barrier and I'm just like, hold on. This is what you're not going to do. You're not going to yell at me during these arguments. And then later on, as we progress, and I'm just like, okay, this is something that I'm not comfortable with. Can you rate, you know, lower your tone, you know, talk to me in a, in a better way. Or if you can't at the moment, go back, take some time and then come back to me and we can talk about it after, you know, we both calm down. Yeah. And, and I'm, we're going to be real because, um, you know, she would say things as far as communication. It's not what you say it's how you say it. Right. And how she was saying things to me would upset me to the core and it would it would like she if i hurt her feelings by something that i said that i may think like oh that ain't mine like that ain't say nothing like that ain't nothing and then she may think it's a big deal because i hurt her feelings she would cut me deeper she would hit me hard she would not intentionally It felt intentionally. Well, but, I mean, <laughs> I'm just like because you was in the do, moment. It was in the moment. Are are unintentional, not knowing how far, and that goes back to the communication. Because if I if something that I say and I don't realize that it affects him in that way, I would continue to say until he came back and say, until "Hey, you know, can we not, you know, talk but, to each other this way?" But I wouldn't even communicate that. Right. I would just retaliate or you know get louder or get more upset and just or rather cussing and storming off you know because my feelings was hurt because of what she said and i'd be like dang like i ain't cut you that deep know what i mean why you cutting me that deep and it was just bad communication for real like it was on both of our parts not expressing you know effectively not listening to each other effectively and not um and not knowing what to say and how to say it, you know, just to get our points across. Right. And, you know, we've, we've been through it, you know, we've been through, you know, being away from each other and then still coming back and still working on communication. Right. Um, so this is the purpose of this is not for us to come out here and tell our business and things like of that nature, because um, I believe we're both kind of private people, but at the end of the day, you're not, pri- I'm private. I can't speak for him. I'm private. 
But um, at the end of the day, we know for sure that people, couples, whether married or single, go through the same things that we've gone through. And it's not many people out there discussing what's going on behind closed doors. Some people live a fairy tale, fairy tale life, and we understand the first few months or maybe even the first year is great. You know, it's great sex, great communication, great love. Y'all do things, y'all go on trips. But then when y'all hit that hard, rocky spot, and you know, y'all hit that brick wall, and y'all have no way of getting over the wall, getting over the hump. You know, communication is the key to getting over that hump right you know working on everything else as far as you know communicating with each other as far as sexual wise or past events or whatever you know communication is key you know you got to have understanding within your relationship and understand where each other is coming from and understand the do's and the don'ts you know of y'all marriage and you know and you could be um you know, this is to help, you know, get through your journey. You know, if you still see yourself with that mate, with that person, he or she, you know, you have to be able to endure the journey. You have to enjoy the journey. You have to learn from it. You have to grow from it. You know, that is key. You have to work on those things. Right, right. And I think that's, he he hit the nail on the head when he said you have to learn and grow from it. You shouldn't be having the same argument over and over and over and over again. That means you're not learning from what you've, you talked know, about. talked about. So, or somebody wasn't efficiently, uh, uh, actively listening. Right, right. Or didn't get it. Sometimes you just don't get it. Sometimes it takes two or three times for you to understand something. Yeah. But I feel as though you shouldn't have the same argument over and over and over and over again you have to resolve it at some point in time or just agree to disagree sometimes you you can't resolve it you just say okay well i respect how you feel you respect how i feel and we move forward let's leave it alone yeah I, i think this i wish we had our families to go to we had you know siblings to talk to um but we didn't have something that was out publicly that we can refer to and say, who's been on this journey with me that that's similar to me? I've just recently started to see um, um, the Love Hour, Miss Kev on stage and Kev on stage, where they talk about their journey in, you know, in life. They've been married for a very long time. And I'm just like, well, this is a good example. Why not? you know, us share our journey as well, because even though they're out there and they're sharing their experiences, we also have a different aspect that we can also share as well that someone may, you know, learn from. And that's the whole purpose is to, to learn from someone else's experience. So possibly you won't have to go through the same thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, coming up in further episodes, you know, we're going to have different people coming up, different couples, you know, coming up and, you know, talking about their differences and how they got through certain situations and stuff like that. But, you know, that's something that you stay tuned. Um, before we get out of here, um, uh, we have a segment called um, I Have a Confession. And, you know, and with this, I Have a Confession, you know, we want everybody, all of our audience, all our friends and family, you know, you can 
join in on this i have a confession we're going to express our true confessions but you can remain anonymous, anonymous. i said it right this time anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> but you can remain anon forget it anonymous you can remain that way you know i will put the the email down at the bottom you know so y'all can see um and you know send it into the mm -hmm. email you know don't give us your name if you want to if you want to say your name you know that's totally up to you but you don't have to do that you can do mr sunshine mrs strawberry whatever you could just send in you know your confession and we'll read them out loud you know and see how everybody go um baby you want to give your first okay confession? so i have a confession that i've been crossed over i think Sean Connery is one of the sexiest old white men that there is. He is a sexy old white man. I get flat for it every time when I say that or if I see him in a movie. Oh, Jesus. I mean, he hasn't had anything oh, out God. recently because, you know, he's old. But I think my he's handsome. God, my God. <laughs> Y'all hear the Sean Connery, the Englishman. 007 Sean Connery. She like older Sean Connery, not the younger one. With the one with all the white hair. He has old man swag. I think it's cute. Oh my God. All right. Well, my confession is I like to pee sitting down. In the middle of the night, you know, sometimes a man don't feel like standing. So I sit down and put my penis in the toilet and go pee. I got to. I don't feel like standing up to go pee. Y'all may judge me, whatever. I don't care. This is my <laughs> confession. I like to pee sitting down. And sometimes, and it don't even have to be in the middle of the night. I could just be like, man, I got to pee. I don't feel like standing up. So I sit down, tuck it in there, and do what I need to do. <laughs> so <laughs> don't judge. Um, before oh, we man. before we get out of here, um, baby, give your handle. Or I don't have uh, a handle. Uh-huh. You got a Facebook handle. It's just a Facebook page. I don't have Instagram. Uh, I don't have Twitter. Uh, it's just Katrina Woodhouse at Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, mine is Monteria Woodhouse on Facebook. Um, my Instagram is Smokey underscore the bear. Um, and also follow us on how did we get underscore here? Or how, yeah, how did we get here? How did we underscore get here? That's what it is. How did we underscore get here on Instagram? Follow the page. Um, I'll put the link at the bottom. Um, but you know, follow, subscribe to our YouTube page. As soon as you go to the link on our Facebook page too. Also, how did we get here on Facebook with a question mark on here at the end of here podcast, um, on Facebook, the link is on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Um, go to our YouTube, subscribe, follow, share, comment, and, um, we just want to thank everybody for um, watching our views. Um, we had a large amount of views, more than uh, I was expecting that we was going to get. I thought we was going to get a good amount, but not as many as we did. And we thank everybody for watching the first episode. And um, we got more to come. Yes, more of our, our journey to help you. All right. Get out of here. Bye-bye.